Hello, and welcome to Curly Brace, a podcast made by developers. My name is Rocket, and I am one of the co-hosts for the show. Red here, uh, also co-host. Uh, fun fact for me, uh, I tried the Sonic, uh, what was it, the Oreo cheese, the Oreo cheesecake shake, and I ordered a large, which was obviously way too big for me. Uh, but it tasted really good, but I think I got more cheesecake than Oreo because it started to get really sour towards the end. Uh, that sounds delicious. I don't care. Uh, well, <laughs> I guess my fun fact today is I didn't know if anyone knows today is International Pie Day and I picked I me did up not know. a big four slices of pie from our local pie shop and they were delicious. Four slices? You had four well, slices no, of no, pie? No, no, I didn't eat four slices. I ate one. Rena ate one, and then I'm saving two, so oh, I have two okay. left for in the. So morning. what are the flavors? You gotta tell me the flavors. Well, let's see. We got we got key lime. We got raspberry, um, raspberry something. I don't know, like raspberry crumble, and then we got apple crumble, and then banana cream. So, Ooh, banana cream and oh, apple it's, crumble. Dude, it's so good. It's so like oh good. Oh, and they're they're all made like right there. It's oh, it's so good. It's so oh, good. man. It's that Can kind I... of shop that's like open until like for like four hours. So it like opens at 1 p.m. and is oh. open until like 5 p.m. It's like this super boutique little shop and it is so good. That's awesome. Oh, I love little like local mom and pop kind of shops like that. Oh, oh yeah. And they cool. opened up. They're usually not open on Tuesday, but since today was Pi Day, they had to open. And there was a <laughs> line. I kid you not. There was a line down the building and the we, we asked her when we went in and, and we were like, you know, is it? are you are you excited about today and she's like i just hope we have enough pies so i was like yeah i, just I do hope, hope you we have too. enough pies <laughs> yeah thankfully we made That's it there great. five minutes before and so but we were still like 10th in line i mean there were just people as soon as we walked up to the door and pulled on it like 10 people got out of their cars it was wild <laughs> yeah oh so, my gosh yeah wow. yeah it was it was crazy it was crazy um okay. well i today we are talking, and, and if anyone notices, we do not have Greg today. Yeah, uh, I was just, just going to mention be our, our resident guest, Greg, is not joining us today because we kind of just had this like emergency meeting about how we need to talk about what's happening with the SVB Bank. This yes. is crazy, and we're like, well, developers here, Silicon Valley Bank, we got to talk right. about this. And, and on top of that, we should mention, too, that uh, for a while now, we've dabbled in stocks, options, crypto, things like that. So... Uh, red and i we really, really dabbled like yeah, just dabbled yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> yeah we we are we are very avid uh personal investors um for ourselves <laughs> for ourselves let's clarify yeah. it's for yeah. ourselves for ourselves um so, i invested in this company and lost 300 dollars the other day <laughs> yes exactly exactly or i buy a thousand dollars worth of options and watch it disappear overnight yeah, you know? that's right <laughs> hey yeah well, we're doing so, it we're doing it um so, but it, it, this is really um, monumental in that, you know, we haven't seen a bank crash at this level. Uh, capacity. Yeah, this level since 2008. And yeah. it wasn't just Silicon Valley. It was also Signature Bank, too. And Signature yep. Bank, for all intents and purposes, Signature Bank only crashed because of Silicon Valley. It was literally caught in the tsunami. Really? So, so you're gonna yeah. have to explain that to me a little bit. But first, let's let's talk about okay. Let's talk about what happened here first. So SVB Bank, right? Okay. March 10th. This is when the bank collapsed. Okay. Okay. So what caused this? Uh, so it looked like during the pandemic, um, people were depositing quite a bit of money into the bank, 
right? Okay. Not investing necessarily. There were investors and people were investing on the stock market. Right, we're talking right. about just normal citizens or company owners in Silicon Valley depositing money into SVB Bank. And right. their deposits tripled. So SVB Bank got a lot of money from people depositing. And what do banks do with the money that you deposit? They invest it. That's right. And what did they invest it in? Do you know? Uh, treasury bonds, I believe, from my reading. I believe they invested most of it in treasury bonds. And that's what really kind of fucked them with the, the interest rates. Right. Yeah, because so the Fed raised the interest rates, right? And then right. the bonds lost value as well. And right. so when the bonds lost value, the bank lost all of its value. Right. And then and it went to investors correct. and said, I need more money. And then the investors panicked and yep. pulled out everything from stocks. And then right. once people who deposited their money saw that investors were panicking, they panicked. And get, you're never going to guess how much they attempted to withdraw all in one day. All oh, I don't know. Tell one me. Day. Tell me. March I have no idea. Night, they all ran to the bank and tried to withdraw $42 billion on oh one day. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait, oh and what, what was the market cap? What was the I market cap I have for no it? idea. Do you know the market cap? But I'm, I'm no going to look it up. Hang on. Okay. I, because it, it, it's, for, it, I don't again, think it's had, hard to They did not have the capital for that. That yeah, was and, insane. I, I can tell you this. So they had, they had invested all but 5%. Right, so they had five percent of liquid cash. Okay. Oh my gosh, they invented yeah. ninety. They invested ninety-five percent yeah. of the money people deposited. So. Holy crap! Uh, so let's see. I'm just gonna ninety-five percent of people's money was invested. But okay, I guess and how how much did they try to pull out? Forty-two billion. No, there's no way. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I so their market cap was six point two billion. No, they. <laughs> There's that's no a hot. <laughs> oh no, no no no! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's oh, what it okay. is right now. No 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 no! I'm oh, sorry. That's what it is right now. Okay okay yeah. okay. So when they tried to pull out, it was oh no, it was it was it was capped off. It was yeah. So right before oh my god oh my god. So uh March <laughs> sorry this is, really, there? this is a really tiny graph. <laughs> I know. Uh so March third they were worth sixteen point eight four billion. Okay. March tenth six billion. Oh, 10 my. billion. And again, no remember, this is just people this panic. is just the stock, right? This Holy is the stock. So the market cap for the stock went from 16 billion to 6 billion in a week. Jesus, dude. Yeah. Oh. I mean, you want to talk about a massive I mean, geez, and I mean, it's no wonder it's no wonder the FDIC shut it shut them down. So. Yeah. And, and again, I, I think Signature Bank was literally just caught in the ripple. It, I, I Yeah, I don't what know I've read Signature Bank, yeah. And I think I really think it was just caught in the ripple because they invest similarly, but they weren't having the same financial trouble from what I've read. They weren't having the same financial trouble, but it was just because their structure was so similar that investors oh, in signature bank panicked. and depositors they saw they SVB and was like, yeah, oh, and that's this the is same thing going on with uh, the Frost by Frost Bank, something like that. There's yeah. the same thing going on there, and that I think that they're okay financially, but everyone's panicking right now and trying to, you know, buy everything off. So, you know, it, oh, it's, so, so, uh, so FDIC seized SVB, right? Yes, Friday. Correct. So the day right. after the day after March, so March 10th, they seized it, right? March right. 9th, everybody tried to pull out March 10th. They seized it. And then yep. the, that Sunday they seized signature bank as well. Holy right. They seized two banks in crap. one weekend. Yeah. Holy now, crap. Now, do you know how they seize a bank? 
So I I know about the receiver, right? Like the the um uh receivership, right? So yep. but you you can tell me like how how do they go in and like do it? How do they go in and say, hey, so, this is my bank now, bitch? Yeah. So so what they do what they do is they they very secretively to keep the um the depositors and the uh, investors out of it. They very secretly go talk to the executives of other banks with a full you know like full. Like you're gonna get fucking capped in the ass if you say anything, but to the executives of other banks and ask them to buy it. They basically Uh, put that bank up for auction, even though, and again, that the bank does know, right? The bank knows they're in trouble, and so they contact the FDIC or the FDIC makes them basically put their bank up for auction, and it's an incentive for other banks because they do it at a reduced uh, reduced rate, right? So you can get those stores, so they're, the physical they're buying you know, the assets, bank. stuff like that. They're yeah. buying the bank out on, like, pennies on the dollar, right. Like, right? like, I can imagine that they went to Chase and Capital One and other, you know, Bank of America okay. and were like, hey, do you want to buy this bank? Because if not, yeah. like, we're going to have to find another sold bank. all of the, the funds or all of the assets of the bank yet because the way this is, is, is uh, unfolded is the FDIC has received S- SVB. They're like receivership, right? Right. So, right. so let me. FDIC let me, now owns SVB. They're the FDIC yes. is the receiver. So, so let me let me get into how that works. So okay. In the event, like we see here, that no bank wants to purchase the failing bank, right? Then the FDIC receives ownership of it. Now, how ah. do they actually receive ownership of it? Like, for example, how do you communicate out that the FDIC is taking ownership of a bank to all of its branches and everything else? Well, they show up at every single freaking branch. <laughs> they just physically walk they in and physically be like, walk no, in they every single Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what happens. They walk into every single freaking branch. And it, of course, it's a huge PR and media thing and everything else. They walk Jeez. in there, they shut the whole bank down, and they completely transfer ownership to the FDIC all over the weekend and then stand it back up on Monday so depositors can withdraw. Holy crap, dude. They do that for every branch. So they that, do that not for just, one, for two. Hold up. That's just insured depositors people who are uninsured depositors have to wait for the fdic to sell the assets and then try to use that money to pay back the uninsured depositors okay so so i don't know this do we know because did you listen to biden's speech no no i haven't listened to biden's speech okay so so biden came out and i think this is on thursday or friday last week uh maybe it was yes maybe it was monday i don't know it was it was sometime it's been a long long couple of days um, but he basically came out uh, in the morning and was has made a statement about this. And all asset or all depositors, even if you deposited over two hundred fifty thousand dollars, you're getting your money back. That's yeah, what he but, said. But that's, well, okay, so that that's again that's because the insured part. So so right, FDIC receives using, the bank right, yeah. and then the following Monday or whatever. They make sure the insured depositors get their money back right away. The right. uninsured depositors have to wait for the FDIC to sell off the assets of SPB. Ah, and I see. then they I will see. get their money back. Right. Okay. So, okay. And, and then they're not even getting their money back in the way some of them are probably getting their money back in like dividends and stuff. Not not even getting well, it in cash. Well, but they're... And they get like a certificate too. But the certificate doesn't state like, oh, this is not a promise that you'll get your money back. This is just a certificate. So that when we do give you your money back, you we know it's you kind of situation. Right. Okay. Got it. Well, and we know that the investors are completely fucked. Like, yeah, the investors like, are absolutely fucked. Yeah. Like, like they, and basically Biden stated that, you know, 
they made a risk and and they you know did a risk assessment when they bought that stock and you know that's on them and it, that's capitalism right yeah, that, that is, is capitalism. capitalism that is Make capitalism. an investment you're, you're taking a risk uh if it fails it's it's on you like it's yep. it's capitalism yeah it just stings it just stings as a you know i i can just i can feel i can feel the pain and and you know it's interesting because we've had this and then we had uh what was what happened a couple of months ago with crypto um what what was that that oh, crashed i have no idea what do you so oh like, what, what was it oh my gosh it's slipping my mind um uh, it starts with a um sam bankman freed i have no idea um, so a crypto crash you're saying happened like a month ago ftx ftx crashed that's what it was okay yeah. one second ftx crash yeah let me yeah. look this up okay big uh bankruptcy of ftx wow ftx collapsed and yes. so it was basically a ponzi scheme yeah it was basically a ponzi scheme oh, set up as, by as a lot Free. of them a, a lot of the cryptos that crash like this and people lose their money it, it often turns out that it's some sort of scheme dude but this was like straight up like out of a bond movie like this guy really? this guy like cashed out all of his billions and then let the whole thing fall and then took off to the bahamas <laughs> like like i'm not kidding you does he have an evil lair <laughs> dude like this this guy was like I, i'm i'm telling you it was it was wild to watch this guy do interviews and uh he's actually denying it right now that he's really stole. yeah oh, at least I he, he was that. a couple months ago just, i didn't follow I just this it <laughs> dude it's it's so wild but anyway it's just the you know all of these things that i don't know if it's tied to anything else other than him just being a you know uh devious asshole but you know i the the recession is obviously in full swing in my opinion and it's just gonna be i'm hoping that the government can curb this but at the same time i'm hoping they go easy on the interest rates now because it does seem like the interest rates have been scaring a lot of investors and a lot of depositors and you know a lot of people aren't too keen on the markets right now and on you yeah. know, the stability. Oh, I wanted to mention, did you know that um, I think it was like the Friday before or even earlier than that, the, P, the like VPs of SVB Bank took bonuses right before it crashed? Well, but, but let me ask, let me ask, was this a scheduled bonus or an unscheduled bonus? I don't because know. I don't I know. Think it, I, I think they were talking it up because it, I think it was a scheduled bonus. I don't know. And if I mean, they it, hadn't taken either it, way, it's, I know, that's, but that's not good. That's not a good look, you know? Well, it's not scheduled a good look, but, but honestly, Ooh. honestly though, like if it's scheduled bonus and you know, it's going to fail anyway, like you're going to take it. You know, ah, what I mean? right. If I was an employee, like making a hundred and twenty, two hundred fifty thousand at SVB Bank, right, uh, yeah. or even making like, well, you know, probably be making one hundred twenty, two hundred fifty thousand if you're getting a bonus, right. So, it, yeah, if I knew I was getting a scheduled bonus and the bank was gonna crash and I was just like some lowly employee, not even a VP, I would, yeah. I would take the bonus. You know what I mean? I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah but it's going mean, down anyways. A, I have to find another job. And I even if I bonus. was a VP, even if I was a VP, I'd probably take that bonus. Like just yeah. honestly, I mean, if you know it's crashing and you know it's failing, and and honestly, a lot of this has. If it's to crashing remember. that fast and that bad, there's not much anyone can do. Exactly. But if you, the people that that should be held accountable are the people who take these big bonuses and their company is slowly failing because of bad finances, right? And oh, then you go take a bonus. That's not okay. Oh, I, I, com I completely agree. I think that's ridiculous. It should, yeah. it should not, you should not be able to allow 
like you shouldn't be able to take a bonus if you have to lay people off. But again, no, that should not be okay. That should be like a, a law, right? Like if you've yeah. taken this massive amount of bonus, like in proportion to how many people you've had to lay off, then essentially you're not helping the economy. You know what I mean? Right. You're hurting it. That's that's completely right. Yeah, that's completely right. I but but again, capitalism. You know, capitalism. like you can run your company however you want to run it. That's true. That is true. But and it's up to us as 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 citizens to tell these companies and show these companies that we won't stand for that. You know. So I, I agree. I agree. It's, diff- it's it, difficult. Know. But essentially what you would have to do is is a massive amount of people would have to leave the company to show them yep. like this isn't okay. And guess that, what? Companies would right. be too scared to do it again because they'll the the, the employee is the business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like exactly it, without you can't employees, run a business without employees. A business. That's, yeah. that's exactly right. And, and yeah. I, I completely agree with that. I think that the 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 line becomes blurry when people can't leave, or at least they feel like they can't leave. They so feel say, like they can't leave. Yeah, like I remember the Frito Lay thing, and you know, at first I was like, well, like if you if it's such a terrible job, why don't you just leave? You right. know, like but just, then you just have like leave. debt or like debt, and you well, have yeah. family. I mean, but but also have... like if your if your only skill is working on a factory line. And you're in the middle of nowhere, and the only thing that's out there is free delay. Right, and you don't like, have any options. Right, right. you don't like, have any options. What are you so, gonna do? You can't, and right. you don't have money to pack up and move. You exactly. know, like you're that's a factory exactly right. worker. The odds are you're not banking. Odds and, are you're working paycheck yeah. to paycheck, and yeah. you don't have the money to leave. And you know, statistically, and it's, it's, you're yeah. probably working paycheck to paycheck. And actually, statistically, did you know forty? I think it was like forty-two percent of people living paycheck to paycheck in the U.S. make over a hundred thousand dollars. Did you know that? That doesn't surprise me because people adjust their people adjust their incomes or they, or they adjust, adjust their, their lifestyle. Yeah, they adjust their on lifestyle their on their income. Right? Yeah, they, yeah. they go buy you know an eighty thousand dollar car when they're making a hundred thousand dollars a year. And, and it's no different. And people got to remember, it's no different when you're running a business, right? If I start a business and one day I'm running a multi-billion-dollar business. And I adjust my lifestyle to that multi-billion dollar business. And I, all of a sudden, I don't realize it. I'm living paycheck to paycheck, you know? <laughs> I think, okay, billions. but to be fair, to be fair, if you're getting paid $5 million, well, I, actually, you know, you're right. You're five right. five you're, million is not, it does, it's not right. it's, I mean, it's if you're spending $10,000 on a meal yeah. and you're spending like, you know, you're buying new cars buying all the time yacht, and everything, you're like, buying a yacht. You're living your lifestyle that you worked yeah. so hard and you got so lucky to achieve, you know? And. Next yeah. thing you know, you're like, oh, one wrong move, and I lose my business and all my employees. Yep, that's that's a great point. That's a great point. It's it's no different than going from fifty thousand dollars to three hundred thousand dollars a year. You know, right. it's like right. It's a big you're, you're gonna go crazy. You're gonna yeah. go crazy, and you're gonna splurge, and then you're gonna still be living. And then you're gonna look behind you and be like, oh shit, I'm in debt. Right, and you know something something else that's you know really important in this. So I was looking at some of the companies that were invested in SVB. Um, Etsy was one of them. Really? Roblox was another oh, of them. Roblox is fine. Roblox is totally fine. <laughs> they don't so, give a so, shit. <laughs> but do you know do you know how much capital Roblox had in SVB? How much? Five percent. <laughs> They're all right. That, Roblox so, makes a shit ton of money. They're so fine. I was, <laughs> I was looking for company statements on this, and Roblox yeah. was the only one that like I could find that just stood out, and it was just like, yeah, we'll be fine. And they're yeah, like, well, like, how much do you have in there? Oh, five percent. Oh, oh my god. Okay, whatever. Roblox. Five <laughs> percent out of your three billion. Okay. Who makes more, Fortnite or Roblox? Uh, that's a good question. Let's see, Roblox. Well, it'd be Epic, right? Yeah. 
let's see. Uh, so let's see. no, they're public now, right? So I I don't know. Uh, so Roblox market cap is twenty six point fourteen billion. Okay. Twenty. Just just think about that. Twenty six point fourteen billion. <laughs> a game. <laughs> one game. 14. One game. <laughs> one, one game. Not a game studio. One game. Twenty six point fourteen billion. <laughs> Fortnite made. Okay, so in 2021, Fortnite generated 5.8 billion. So really, I mean, I don't know. Let's see. Wait, 2021, uh, it generated 5. Point, what did they generate in 2022? Because 2022, I show Roblox made 2.2 billion, up oof. 16% year over year, really? and an increase in revenue by 107%. Net worth or total revenue? It just or... says increased its revenues by 107%. Oh, there we go. Okay, hang on, hang on. As of April 2022... The company is valued at thirty-two billion. Okay, okay, but what did what did what did they make? Like, well, but, uh, but if we're Fortnite, if we're talking about Fortnite. the valuation, right? If we're talking about valuation between Roblox and Fortnite, uh, well, I was just twenty-six point four. So, so Fortnite's more. Well, it's, but that's Epic Games. But really, Epic Games yeah. is Fortnite. So whatever. Yeah. It's, you know. Okay. I'm leave so it Fortnite that. is more. I, I guess that makes sense. It, it is yeah. a lot more traction. A lot more. A lot more deals with like Marvel and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Ooh wee, dude! I I just I still can't believe how fast it happened. I think that's what just happened in like what was like three days. I know four days. I know. And you know, if I had been paying attention, could have bought some puts. Could have bought some some moolah, like a lot of moolah, you know. But whatever, it's fine. Oh, it's man. fine. Would have been okay, nice. So I, but... I want to mention uh, the the hierarchy of claims. Uh, so okay, so what okay. this is is the hierarchy of claims is who's going to get their money back first, right? So okay. here's how the hierarchy goes: first okay. person to get their money back, FDIC, they get their money back for administrative expenses, whatever it okay. costs them to seize the the place, right? Of course. Then the second person or second group of people to get their money back are the insured deposits. Uh, it's anybody who's... So anything that's insured by FDIC is that $250,000 mark, right? Yes. Right, so, okay, so those are the people who get their money back next. Then third would be the uninsured deposits. That's uh, when they sell all the assets and things like that, and then they can make the money back to, to give to the uninsured depositors. Okay. okay? Right. Um, I don't know how you become an uninsured depositor. I don't know how that happens. Because my understanding is if well, you're more than 250000 I guess, yeah, anything over $250,000, I guess you'd yeah. become un- that. But then you're still insured up to that $250,000. Right, but that, but, but, but that so chunk So then you become over. uninsured. Uh, right. You get your 250000 back, but then you're still right. uninsured for the rest. Right. And you're, so you're going to get your certificate for the rest of your money, is my guess. Right. Okay. Yep. That's right. Okay. That's right. But but this is this is a great lesson. Like I I just I feel like this is a good lesson, right? If you have more than two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in cash, okay, I'll put it in the bank. You, <laughs> you, no, no, you should have more than one Invest bank it. account. Like what more are you doing? More than one doing? bank account. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not even talking about investing yet, though. Investing is a whole separate thing because there's risk in investing. But say that say that you're saving up to buy a five hundred thousand dollar house with cash. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. And yeah, you, you make enough that, income. You have, have that in a bank. You make enough income, right? Yeah. And you want to save up five hundred thousand dollars for the cash. Well, yeah. 
you don't put five hundred thousand dollars in one bank account because you could literally no. lose half of it. You can like, use the same you just, bank. You just you know need to it, create separate accounts. You know how much it costs to open a bank account usually? Nothing. Like twenty bucks at usually most. Nothing. Twenty bucks. I well, you have, set up, you have set up direct deposit or you have to hold a certain amount, but yeah. usually that amount's like over like 15 grand or 20 grand or something like that, uh, maybe even five grand. But usually, even then, yeah, I was say, if you have like over $250,000, just transfer some of it. Like, just make sure you got yeah, enough to cover that, the non-direct deposit fee. And yeah, yeah I mean, like it's, it's that. yeah, I, I mean, like I, it just, it just blows my mind. It just, absolutely I don't think anybody should mind. have that much money in a bank account. You want to know why? I agree. I agree. Because you're not making any money off of it. The interest you would make off of that amount of money is ridiculous. Yeah, I know. There's no reason you should be keeping that in a bank account. Agreed. <laughs> uh, unless for a very specific circumstance, right? Let very me talk specific. about like if you're yeah, buying like just, a house. If you're buying if you a house with five, cash. If you have $500,000 just sitting in your bank account, right? I'm going to guess you have a business, you have like plenty of money, or you're invested in plenty of stocks, right? Like, because you have right. 500000 in a bank account, right? Right. Yep. Then I bet you have like a ridiculously high credit limit and you could just go buy a house on your credit card. Uh, yeah, but that's not a good idea, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but that, even if you have a gr the 800 credit score, you still got, what, like a 14, 15% credit limit or credit uh, APR? Like, no, there's, like no, 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 you just, I mean, you pay it off. You know what I mean? Like, you're saying, deals. okay, I, I understand, I understand what you're saying. Cards. Yeah. I understand what you're saying, though, because you get $500,000 of 3% cash back, baby. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> or you that's, get a ridiculous amount of miles. <laughs> uh, oh my god! How many American Airlines miles would you get with oh, five hundred thousand dollars for like two years? I'm sure. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Yeah, like an instant executive platinum. Just yeah, not I mean, instant. Yeah, and I'm sure they don't they just give you like free private jet rides yeah, with five hundred thousand dollars purchase. They carry you to the plane at that point. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, any American Airlines. Free snack bag on private plane, I, right? For every yeah. five hundred thousand dollar purchase. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so is the private plane ride included? Absolutely not. Thank you for choosing American <laughs> Airlines. <laughs> oh my god, dude. it's only reserved for Mariah Carey during Christmas. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Or when the or when the financial world fails, then they all get to ride their private planes. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, I still oh, remember nobody, that. Nobody's you, here to ride the planes anymore. I guess they let the people ride them. I, I do remember <laughs> that. It wasn't the banks or the airlines, but it was the. Uh, well, maybe it was. It was the airlines too, but it was um, mainly the uh, the automotive uh, executives. Yeah, and when the, they all started like crashing and stuff, and they went to go ask for a bailout from Congress, they all flew. The executives all flew their own private jets up to Congress to ask for a bailout. To ask for a bailout. That's yeah, I know. hilarious. I oh, know. Did they get it? Oh, of course they did, because, I mean, like, uh, what are you going but, to... But, you have got well, to be kidding well, me. Well, I all but I one. Congress, all but, I would have been like, sell your private one. debt, then let me know if you still need money. All <laughs> but one, though. All but one. We rest in peace, Pontiac. Pontiac, what'd they do? They, they went bankrupt. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, no one, no one won Pontiac. But I will say, that little sports car that they made, man, that thing is still cool today. Which, what, what sports car did they make? Uh, the, is it the solstice? I think oh, it's the, the solstice. I totally forgot about, wait, yeah. it's funny. It's not a Pontiac. It, it, it is still a Pontiac. sells cars in, no, in other they countries, don't. don't they? N no. No, they're Pontiac, going. uh, still making cars? Question mark? <laughs> Do you want to know what uh, Pontiac.com wow, goes to? Wow, 2009 was their last vehicle. Oh, yep. so I know, that's bad. what I'm saying. 
That's what I'm saying. And and the the crazy thing is, is that if you go to Pontiac.com, it takes you to mycertifiedservice.com. Dude, I totally forgot about the Pontiac Solstice. That was such a cool car. It was. It was. And dude, uh, I used to, when I, very first job, and uh, my manager had a Pontiac Solstice, and he freaking loved that car. They're really cool. They're so cool, dude. They're it like such the, a they good were like design. the competitor to the Miata, the Mazda Miata. They were, but they were beefier. They were, they beefier, were beefier than the Miata. They had a, a little bit sleeker kind of design, like a, yep. not sleeker. They had more like a classy kind of design. Yeah, it's it was like it was like a, a midway between the Miata and a 370Z. Like that's yeah. really, it was like it was like yeah. a midway between those or a 350Z at the time. Right. I I would say I would agree with that. That yeah, it's it's really neat. Yeah. Oh. I remember seeing that when I was in college and or not college in high school and thinking, damn, that's a cool. I want that car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I always, I, I wanted that one, but I wanted the 350Z. And, um, that was, that was, I did not car. like the 350 or the 370Z. I love the engines, right? And they're right. really cool sports cars. Like they drive really nicely, right? But they're right. so fucking ugly. Really? You think so? I think they're hideous. Now, but I think the newest one they released, the brand new one they just dropped, looks oh, dope. Yeah, yeah, it does. It looks very, very cool. Uh, there's yeah. one that parks uh, a few buildings down from my work, and I get is to see it that, all the time. Is it is it parking at that um that famous like car? Um, it is. That, what, what, do uh, do? what do they do? Joe Tech. What do they do? Yes, they are a uh, car like um. Not restoration. They're they are just basically a, like a upgrade. A body motorsports. shop, but, but well, like a but, body shop for like uh, unique designs and like yeah, you know, but fancy like cars. super super powerful cars. Yeah, like they will they will take your they'll uh, do like GTR. body kits. You know, right. like right. yeah, not like a body shop as in repair your car. Like a body shop as in install a body kit and make it look like a Lamborghini kind of. They they'll do that, but they're they're mainly known for their horsepower upgrades. And like I said, they'll take a GTR and get it drag strip ready. Uh, and like half the cars that are parked out there, and I'm not talking about like your 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 cheap like 1960s Chevy. I'm talking like GTRs, Lamborghinis, I McLarens. Remember. I remember and seeing it. They they have parachutes away. on the back of them. Like, I saw these the cars are ready for the drag strip. Yeah. I remember seeing the McLarens and I was like, wow. And you're like, and I remember you telling me about that shop a few years yeah. back. And I was like, that is so dope. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely wow. But they, but they, they're apparently very reputable. Um, they always have people in and out of there and they always have a slew of cars. Nothing, nothing like SVB. On. Nothing like SVB. No, nothing like SVB. <laughs> and we've really gone off topic on this one. But... <laughs> anyway. But they're reliable, unlike SVB, right? They are reliable. They also provide SVB. a service. And, unlike you know, SVB. Yeah, unlike SVB, where they just you had one job. Money and send <laughs> Let me get my yeah. money. You had one job. You had one job. Hold the money. <laughs> like, yeah. Just one hey, job. Hey, can you hold this? Yeah. Come back two hours later. Hey, what, what happened? I sold it. Oh. I know. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Oh, it's just—it's so sad. It, it just—I, you know, I—I I hate to see companies fail, and I definitely hate to see the market get like super frustrated. But I'm hoping that maybe, just maybe, this will prevent a steeper decline that we wouldn't have seen further down the line. I'm—I'm right? I'm scared it's going to cause panic. I'm scared people are going to start think, pulling I out of other I think it has banks. caused panic. I think it has. Co- oh well, well they have. They have. I'm afraid. Like, did like, you see JP, bank stocks? 
like if JP Morgan or somebody like really gets affected, then we're all screwed. Okay, but but okay, you ready for this? Yeah. All right. No, actually, I'm not ready for this. You're, you're not ready for it. Okay. <laughs> no. So so let's see. Where, when was it? March 10th, from yeah. from Friday to Monday. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. They dropped a bit, but they did drop. Well, JP Morgan actually looks like wasn't affected too much. Okay. Um, they've been okay, but where was that? What was that bank that Frost Bank? I think it's Frost Bank. Is that what it was? Let's see. I know there were several banks that that ended up being affected by this situation. Let's see. I can't find it. I don't. I don't know. There, there were there were quite a few. Yes. Well, there were if, quite we, a if few. we if we Google banks, banks affected by SBB, right? Yeah. But it, what comes up? Okay. Let's see. Well, you're looking for that. I'm gonna list off some other companies that were had their money in SVB. Roku had their money in SVB. Uh, they had oh my god, they had 26 percent of their cash in SVB, 487 million dollars. Holy shit, dude, that's insane, dude. I'm telling you, uh, Buzzfeed had 56 million in cash held there. 56 million how much wait wait but that's how much money does buzzfeed have how much is what percentage is that uh let's see it doesn't say oh well it says it says 56 million in cash and cash equivalents at the end of 2022 and a majority of that was an svb so over 50 percent at least oh my god dude holy yeah. shit hopefully oh man they're definitely in the uninsured category i'm sure Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, let's Wait, see. is that invested in like stocks or is that money being That's deposited? money that they gave to SVB to hold on to, right? Okay, so a deposit. Yeah, that's deposit. Okay. There's a whole bunch of smaller ones that I don't really okay. know or think other people would know. Just so. US bank failures and billions of dollars. Uh, Washington Mutual Bank, that was 2008. Silicon Valley Bank, 2023. Signature Bank, 2023. Continental Illinois, that was 1984. And another one in 2008. So really no other major ones that we need to worry about. Just the two. Signature yeah, and Silicon. But here's, here's the, so here's, here's the ones that halted trading, though. So these are the ones okay. that, again, that people think are going to, you know, are, are in the similar situation. So Western yeah. Alliance... It was down forty-seven percent, and it was halted and resumed several times throughout the day. Western Alliance down forty-seven yep. percent. Down forty-seven percent. Massive. Yep. Um, and then let's see. This is it. First Republic Bank. First Republic Bank was halted and resumed several times. Was down nearly sixty-two percent at the end of the day. In oh, one didn't day. First Republic Bank. So First Republic Bank, if I remember right, they they did they they borrowed money from J. I don't know if they borrowed money. They got money from J.P. Morgan Chase to recover, and they right. also got money from uh, the FDIC. Right, right. That doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise yeah, me. I'm pretty sure it, that now, they did. I will say it did rebound. Today. It rebounded twenty six percent today. I think I think that's when it rebounded. Was when it took all that. Like I don't know if they borrowed money or they got grants. I don't but, know what it is. Dude, dude. 
Oh God, damn! Son. That was the low on. That was the low on Monday time, morning. Time to it's invest. Seventy-eight dollars. I, I say time to invest. Okay, just to make a disclosure, we are not financial advisors. We <laughs> yeah, provide no, no, financial no. advice. <laughs> Please invest with your own at your own risk. <laughs> just throwing that. Don't in follow there. me. I've lost too much money. <laughs> no, no. Now's the time. So it, you know what? Just do the opposite of what you think is right, because that's how yeah. you make money. Just so, don't listen to your yeah. gut or your brain. Just literally, <laughs> just literally just yolo it at something. Turn it to a potato. No, no, no. Like, like, just, rich. just, just <laughs> throw, just throw some socks, sock symbols up on a pinwheel and spin it, and then whichever one it lands on, that's the one you invest in, because that's about how much I feel like you. Like that's that's about the same amount of chances you thinking you know what's gonna happen in the market over the next this, couple of this years. This is not financial advice. This is not financial <laughs> advice. Just throwing that out there. We, we but as not. someone who's lost a ton of money this year on stocks, I'm just saying, like Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there with you, pal. No, I'm there with I, you. So all right. Anything else that you would like to cover about SVB before we end this short but very flavorful podcast? Uh, no, man, this was, this was crazy. Uh, just got to keep our eye out on these banks. Oh, it's just wild. It's just absolutely wild, man. I, it I, is. Um, well, I guess this is it. Um, next time we will go back to our full episode format. Uh, just wanted to jump in with yeah. everything that's going our on around emergency us. call. Hit the yes. uh, big red button. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I came out of the bat cave. <laughs> we did and it. responded. We we just landed here and and made it happen. Greg did not make it, unfortunately. <laughs> Greg was killed in the crash. <laughs> he just he <laughs> fell into the void. He was running for the location to join he the was podcast. Running. He tripped, fell, yeah. and just fell into a void. And yep. just so we'll, we're trying to get him out now. <laughs> yeah. So until next time, we will see you guys later. This is uh, Rocket and Red signing off. See you guys next week. For more information regarding Curly Brace Podcast and the host, check out curlybracepodcast.com and follow us on social media. To never miss an episode, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.